it, Bob. Hold it, hold it, hold it. Well, what is it, Jack? Bob, it's almost airtime. Can't you do something about the orchestra? Well, what's wrong with them? Nobody goofed. What's wrong with them? Look at Bagby's playing the piano lying down. Gridwell is blowing confetti through his clarinet. And look at Sammy, the drummer, weaving around up there. If he doesn't fall off that stand before the show's over, I'll eat my hat. Well, gosh, Jack, you didn't expect the boys to come in sober this soon after New Year's Eve, did you? Bob, I don't expect them to come in sober after Groundhog Day. <laughs> but this is ridiculous. Look at them. We're starting a new year, Bob, and I want you to tell them those new rules we discussed. Now? Yeah, give them those new rules right now. Well, okay. Tell them. Look, attention, fellas, attention. Look, we're starting a new year, and we'll all get along a lot better if... I knew, I knew he'd fall off. <laughs> Help Sammy up, will you, boys? Now, go ahead with the rules, Bob. Okay, Jack, look. Now, fellas, look. I'm sure that you all want to know just exactly where we stand, so listen carefully, will you? Now, rule number one. During the coming year, you will all be required to attend each and every rehearsal. And no excuse will be accepted unless it is signed by either your doctor or your warden. That's telling them. Rule number two. From now on, when I lift my baton, that's the signal for you to start playing, not drinking. I knew that one would go over big. Now, look, guys, before we go on the air, I know that you want to show Jack just exactly how good your faith is. So, if any of you happen to be in possession of a bottle of spirit, I would like you to throw it in this wastebag. All right, now, let's get started. Drop his in. Who's next? <laughs> now, how about... Hey, Jack, come on, will you? Come on. Don, let go of my arm. But we're going on the air in just a few minutes. So we're going on the air. What are you so excited about? You've been jumpy all afternoon. Oh, it's a diet my doctor gave me. I'm not allowed to eat candy, cake, pie, potatoes... Can't eat anything I like, and it's making a nervous wreck out of me. Yeah, it's awful. When'd you go on this diet? I start tomorrow. <laughs> well, Don, if it bothers you so much before you're even started, maybe you better forget about it. I can. I made a New Year's resolution to lose 100 pounds this year. How much? 100 pounds. Don... Don, I've known you for 23 years, and the only time 100 pounds ever left your body was when you had your tonsils removed. <laughs> Remember, they weighed 50 pounds each? <laughs> oh, yeah, as soon as I came to, I had to get off the table so the doctor could lie down. Yeah. Well, one minute till airtime, Jack. Okay, where are the scripts, Don? I haven't got them. Well, where are they? We're going on the air. Now, look, relax, Jack. Here comes the clerk from the mimeograph department. He's got them. Well, it's about time. Say, fella, why are you always bringing in the scripts at the last minute? Because I'm busy! I'm busy! <laughs> busy! 
But you had plenty of time. Plenty of time, he says. It's not that easy. I got to type this script, make the stencil, ink the machine, put the paper in the, and turn the handle. I have to do everything myself. There, there's no organization. Now, nothing is organized. <laughs> Take it easy, will you? Everything is a rush job. First they come with Amos and Andy's script. Then our Mrs. Brooks. And then meet Millie. And then your lousy script. <laughs> what? And, and, and then Big Crosby. I told you there's no organization. Look, I'm going on the air in a minute. And I can't be bothered with your problems, so go already. I'm going, I'm going. Goodbye. Goodbye. Now, everybody hollers at me. Before Christmas, they're all such angels. No, sometimes I oh, think... Jack, we should be on the air now. We're five seconds late. But we can't be. The producer's supposed to give me the signal. Where is he? Why isn't he in the booth? There's no organization! Well, there it comes now, Jack. Okay, hit it, Bob. Track program starring Jack Benny with Mary Livingston, Rochester, Dennis Day, Bob Crosby, and yours truly, Don Wilson. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, although New Year's Eve is behind us, the strains of Should Old Acquaintance Be Forgot linger on. So right now, I'd like to bring you one of the oldest acquaintances I know, and here he is, Jack Benny. <laughs> Hello again, this is Jack Benny talking, and Don, ordinarily I'd get back at you for that corny introduction, but we're starting a new year, so I'm going to forgive and forget. You are? Yep, I'm wiping the slate clean, and I'm going to start by paying up all my old debts. Oh, Bob. Yeah? Bob, here's that quarter I borrowed from you last June when we ate at the drugstore. You remember that. Oh, yeah, thanks. Now, how about that ten bucks that I won from you on the Rose Bowl game yesterday? Well, that's this year, so you'll have to wait until 1956. <laughs> Jack Benny, that's no, no, cheap... Bob. We're not going to have any bickering this year. The people are tired of insults, name calling, and all that rowdy old hat comedy. From now on, we're going to do only sophisticated humor. We're going to have swabs. <laughs> all right, let them lay there. <laughs> I was saying we're going to do suave, sophisticated, <laughs> smart comedy. Gee, I'm sure going to miss Dennis. No, no, I already discussed this with Dennis, and he promised to be a completely different person this year. Yeah, but Jack, do you think that Dennis can really change? Well, he said he would, and after the talk I gave him, I think he will. I know if he puts well, his... Well, hello, everybody. Oh, hello, kid. We were just talking about you. How are you, Dennis? Dennis, how are you? Dennis, I'm talking to you. No, you're not. Then who am I talking to? Julius. What? I told you I'd be a different person this year. 
so you change your name to Julius, huh? Yeah, that's my last name. Your last name is Julius? What's your first name? Orange. <laughs> Cut that out! <laughs> Orange Julius. Imagine naming yourself after a drink. Oh, I was going to call myself Lipton Tea, but I didn't know what the tea stood for. Will you? Here it is, the first show of the new year. Right away, you got to aggravate me. I don't know why I even talk to you. Now, let's just have your song. Sorry, Julius doesn't sing. What? But he does bird calls. He's the Australian wood wobbler. I don't care what he does. Just sing. Orange, Julius. Some sophisticated show I'm running. <laughs> Carpine per ballare, ballare, balleremmo tutti lì. Lei scarpine per ballare, ballare, balleremmo ancora così. In the shoemaker shop, this refrain would never stop. They'd have to wait, working all the day. At his bench, there was he, just as busy as a bee. Little time to lose with his boots and shoes. But his heart went pop inside the little shop when a lovely girl set him all a whirl. She had come to choose some pretty dancing shoes, and he heard her say in a charming way, Shoes to set my feet a-dancing, dancing, dancing, dancing all the day. Shoes to set my feet a-dancing, dancing, dancing all my cares away. Then he tapped and he stitched, for his fingers were bewitched, and he sewed a dream into every seam. Making shoes oh so neat, just like magic on her feet, and he hoped she'd know that he loved her so. But she danced, danced, danced as though she were entranced like a spinning top all around the shop. On her dainty feet, she whirled into the street and he heard her say as she danced away. Shoemaker, and very good, too, Julius. Uh, you can call me Orange. <laughs> Look, kid, let's just forget about that. I was wrong to expect you to be any different. A person just doesn't change overnight. Well, my father did. He did? Yeah, he woke up this morning, and he was a new man. You should have seen him. He went up to my mother, and he said, first you're going to make my breakfast, then you're going to wash the floor, and after that you're going to iron all my clothes, and when you're through with that, you're going to shine my shoes. Well, it's about time your father asserted himself. I'd like to go over and congratulate him. Well, it's not far. He's at Cedars of Lebanon. <laughs> well, Dennis, wish him a happy new year for me, will you? 
Now, let's get on with the... Say, Jack, I tried to get you all New Year's Day. Where were you? Oh, I was at the Tournament of Roses parade in Pasadena. It was a beautiful sight. Uh, did you go alone? No, I had my date with me from New Year's Eve, and Rochester drove us down there. Gee, didn't you have to wake up awfully early to get to Pasadena in time? Oh, it wasn't so bad, Don. Now, let me tell you about it. I set the alarm for 3.30 a.m. At a quarter of four, we picked up my date. By four o'clock, we were on our way. Say, the fog really rolls in at this hour of the morning. <laughs> I can't see more than 20 feet in front of me. Really, Gertrude? See, I can see that street light at the end of the block. Rochester, what can you see? Nothing. My eyes are still closed. <laughs> well, open them. You're driving. And don't look so crabby. Boss, it's four in the morning. Even Liberace ain't smiling. <laughs> Four in the morning, big deal. Where's your vitality? Gertrude and I were out celebrating last night, and here we are, wide awake and full of pep. Yeah, and we're older. Speak for yourself, John. Can't see him. Whose idea was it to call it a night at 10.30? The joint was just starting to jump. Well, what's the difference? While I was there, I was the life of the party, wasn't I? Some life. <laughs> What's so funny? You tried to look so debonair drinking hot chocolate out of my slipper. <laughs> I only did that for a gag. Anyway, you'll have to admit that I showed you a swell time at that nightclub. Well, I had you out on that dance floor every minute. Anything to keep me from eating. <laughs> you ate, sister, and how you ate. I suppose that T-bone steak was a mirage. The last time I saw anyone wrestle meat that way, he had a branding iron. Very funny. I was never so embarrassed in all my life. Everyone was looking at us. They weren't looking at me. They were looking at you in that old tuxedo. Old tuxedo? Your pants were so tight you had to wear your garters on the outside. <laughs> I suppose you're going to pout all day because I told you off. I'm not going to pout. See, the fog is lifting. Yeah, it looks like it's going to be a beautiful day. Hey, Rochester, maybe you ought to put down the top, huh? Oh, boss, let's not put the top down. Why not? There's so much trouble taking down the center pole and pulling out the peg. <laughs> oh, yes, I forgot. This is the new one I bought at the Army Surplus Store. Yeah, the flat still says... Field headquarters, General Ridgeway. Yeah. How far are we from Pasadena? About ten miles. Oh, we'll be there in no time. Well, here we are in Pasadena. Only took us an hour and a half. That's pretty good time. You're darn right, considering we had a change of tire. Yeah. Why can I wash this grease off my hands? Let's wipe it on this rag. Say, the way the traffic is getting thicker, we must be getting... Rochester, why are you stopping? There's an officer at the intersection. He isn't letting anyone through. Say, that's Colorado Boulevard. That's the one the parade comes down. Gee, she's right. 
Hey, look, here comes a flow. Where, where, where? Right over there. It's the official tournament of roses flow. And look at the four drum majors riding on it. Yeah, I think they're going to sing. When you hear that drum and you will know we're coming and the lucky tracks are on parade. There's never a slip and we never trip. So perfect are we made. You can hear that beat coming down the street. You want to get in step with Lucky Strike. Yes, Lucky Strike is posted. It's the one cigarette you like. So round and firm and fully packed. And just as mild as it can be. Be happy and go Lucky Strike. And smoke an Alatimity. And when you hear that old American, every Tom and Dick and Harry can ride a lucky and start popping it. Nothing beats a Lucky Strike. Clean through and through. Much pressure too. So clear away. Back up, Rochester. We better hurry and find a place to park. I can't back up, boss. There's 50 cars lined up behind us. Gee, we can't go forward either. But we're not staying here, are we? No, this is ridiculous. I'm going to talk to that officer. Maybe he'll let us go through. I'll be right back. That certainly is crowded. I've never seen such a mob. Really have to fight your way through here. Say, pardon me, mister. <laughs> Did you see my wife? Your wife? Yeah, I can't find her anywhere. I've looked all over her and I can't find her. Oh, that's a shame. But we've been married for 20 years. We, we got along so nice and we never even had a fight. I, I just got to find her. Oh, I'm sure you'll find her. How long has she been missing? 19 years. <laughs> Nineteen years, and you're still looking? I just started. <laughs> well, so long, buddy. So long. Chloe! Ah, it's too bad. Some people really have their troubles. Now, where's that policeman? Oh, there he is. Say, officer. Officer. What can I do for... Why, it's you, Mr. Benny. Why, Mr. Kitzel. <laughs> Mr. Kitzel, what are you doing in a policeman's uniform? Arresting people. What else? <laughs> uh, this is such a surprise. I mean, did you give up your other work? No, this is in addition. Every year for this parade, I am a deputy. 
Oh, I see. Do you like it? It's very pleasant. <laughs> Especially when my brother-in-law comes by. Last year, did I give him a ticket? You really got him, huh? <laughs> yes, I got him. I wrote him up for speeding, making a U-turn, loose brakes, had effective horn and faulty headlights. Hey, that, that must have cost him plenty. Mm, it would have, but unfortunately, I couldn't make it stick. Why not? He was walking. <laughs> oh, well, Mr. Kitzel, that's my car over there. How about letting me cross the street? I really shouldn't, but for a friend, I can do a favor. Then you mean I can drive through? Yes, but you've got to hurry. It's between floats. Okay, and thanks a lot, Mr. Kitzel. I'll see you later. Happy New Year. It's a day late, but I'll accept it. <laughs> Come on, Rochester. Rochester, he's letting us through. Okay. Um, make it snappy so we can get across. <laughs> Rochester, what happened? The motor died. But we're in the middle of Colorado Boulevard. And here come the floats. Oh, my goodness. Listen, Rochester, step on the starter. I'm stepping, I'm stepping. <laughs> Good, you got it started. No, I didn't. Then how come we're moving? A float is pushing us. <laughs> what? Smile, boss, smile. We're in the parade. <laughs> Oh, be quiet and stop blowing kisses. Oh, fine. We had to get with one of them, the loudest band yet. Say, we must be going under a tree. A bird's nest just fell in my lap. That's mine. It blew off. <laughs> this is the most embarrassing thing that's ever... Hey, the phone stopped. Quick, Rochester, do something. I'll try. <laughs> It's not funny. Go ahead, Rochester. Step on the starter again. Just a second. I'm connecting this loose wire. Okay. Say, Mommy. What is it? What kind of car is that? I don't know. It must be a foreign make. Madam, it's not a foreign make. This is an American car. Not so loud. I want my boy to be proud of his country. <laughs> Look, madam. Now, come on, Whitney. We've got to go. Mommy, I think you made a mess. He threw a bird's nest at it. <laughs> My, what a strange way for General Ridgeway to act. <laughs> Rochester, there must be something you can do. Hang on, here we go again. Oh, for Pete's sake. happened to me. I just wanted to see the parade. I didn't want to be in it. You might as well relax and enjoy yourself. We've got three hours to go. Maybe 
you're right. Rochester, sit up straight and put your hands on the wheel. What for? If we're going through with this, at least let everyone think that we're pulling the float. <laughs> gentlemen, one of our greatest national hazards is fire. Fire that destroys millions of dollars worth of property and takes thousands of lives each year. Don't let your home be a fire trap. Make certain all electrical appliances are in order. Don't smoke in bed. Be careful with inflammables. Don't give fire a place to start. Thank you. Jack will be back in just a minute, but first, let's take a listen to the Lucky Strike toasting song again. <laughs> 